Welcome back to the Conservation Cast. I'm your host, Devin George, the Communications Coordinator at the Pike County Conservation District. Thank you all so much for listening in to our third episode. In this episode, our guest is going to help you get to know the water in your watershed. She's going to be our watershed tour guide. We discussed watersheds in our first episode. If you would like some background information on what a watershed is, I would recommend going back and listening to that. Today we're going to talk about wetlands and surface water. First, we're going to talk about the different forms that wetlands can take, because not all wetlands look the same and they don't all behave in the same way. Once we get to know these types of surface water, we'll talk about the things that we can do to protect the water we have here in Pike County. The perfect person to talk to about all of this is my guest today, Ellen Enslin, our Senior Resource Conservationist. Thanks for being here, Ellen. Oh, it's a pleasure, Devin. So let's start from the top. What does a resource conservationist do? In Pike County, the position involves implementing the environmental regulation and natural resource technical assistance programs of the district. I deal with two main regulations within Pennsylvania Code Title 25, Chapter 102, which deals with erosion and sediment control, and Chapter 105, which deals with waterways management. That's what we'll be focusing on today. Just giving you a warning here, it might get a little technical. It's important to distinguish which regulation we're talking about since definitions and guidance changes with each regulation. I appreciate the warning that it's gonna get real technical, but we love the technical stuff. So I also wanna know, how long have you been a resource conservationist? Because I find this very interesting. Well, I've been in Pike County Conservation District for 16 years now. That's awesome. What is your favorite thing to do outside in Pike County? I always like to know what people like doing outside. Well, I really enjoy finding beautiful spots to enjoy my lunch whether it's sitting in the waterfalls near Shahola Lake on the game lands or watching for eagles in the Delaware River. There are so many scenic spots near water to enjoy a nice lunch. I like to go to Gray Towers at this time of year because it's really beautiful in the summer, but I love when that big decadent mansion is all covered in snow. I always feel like I'm walking through a Dickens novel. Oh, that's so. definitely one of my favorites when I'm near Milford. Yeah, so if you guys should go check it out. It's not just a summer destination. As I said in the intro, the first thing we're going to talk about are the different types of surface water. So what can be included as a body of water here in Pike County? Well, in Chapter 105, which is one of the regulations that we implement here in Pike County, it includes a natural or artificial lake, pond, reservoir, swamp, marsh, or wetland. And water courses are also something we'll be going to be talking about. Ooh, what's a water course? Well, a watercourse is a channel or conveyance of surface water which has a defined bed and bank, whether that bed and bank is natural or artificial, and it has either perennial or intermittent flow. Uh, Each watercourse also would have either a FEMA-mapped floodway or an assumed floodway, which absence a FEMA map or evidence to the contrary, we consider the floodway to extend 50 feet from the top of the bank of that watercourse. So we're all familiar with lakes, ponds, reservoirs, but can you tell us a little bit more about wetlands? Well, the official federal definition of wetlands is... Oh boy, everybody, we're (laughs) about to get technical. (laughs) Technical warning. (laughs) All right. Wetlands are those areas that are inundated or saturated by surface or groundwater at a frequency and duration sufficient to support and that under normal circumstances do support a prevalence of vegetation typically adapted for life in saturated conditions. So there's the big fancy definition, that's the big fancy one. All right, I'm going to break it down a little bit. There's usually three environmental parameters that are normally present in a wetland. You want to think water, plants, soil. That's the three things you're going to be looking at. First, you have the water. That's wetland hydrology. 
This is the presence of water for extended periods of time at or near the land surface. Then you have the plants. That's your hydrophytic vegetation. These are plants that have adapted to life in wet conditions. They might not always like it, but they've learned how to adapt to living with their feet wet. Kind of like all of us in the winter. Exactly. We don't love it, but we're, we can survive it. <laughs> yes. Then you have the soils. This is called hydric soils. These are soils that have shown characteristics of being periodically saturated with water. Wetland hydrology, hydrophytic vegetation, and hydric soils. Those are the three environmental parameters that are normally present in a wetland. And, just so you know, there's also different types of wetlands, especially in Pike County. What are the types that we have here in Pike County? Well, according to the National Wetlands Inventory, over 10% of Pike County's landmass is wetlands, so we definitely have a lot of them here. They're typically described by the dominant vegetation type, so they're mostly emergent, shrub, or forested wetlands in Pike County. You will find wetlands throughout the landscape, maybe a forested wetland next to a spring coming out of the mountainside, all the way down to emergent wetland along the lakeshore. So we understand what a shrub or a forested wetland means. It's predominantly populated by shrubs or forest plants. But what about an emergent wetland? What does that mean? Well, that would be probably what you'd see more along a lakeshore, created lake in the air in Pike County. Those are ones that have rushes or sedges, more like your grass wetlands. They don't have the presence of shrubs or trees. Wow. I didn't realize there were so many different types of wetlands here in Pike County. Uh, yeah, there is, and you really can't forget my favorite non-tidal wetland, a vernal pool. These are seasonal pools of water that have no permanent inlet or outlet. These vernal pools are filled each spring by rain and snowmelt, and then they dry up for a period of time in the summer. These vernal pools provide habitat for certain plant animal species, and they're really important breeding grounds for many of the salamander and frog species that we have here. I do love salamanders and frogs. They're always my favorite thing to catch when I was a kid. <laughs> So we all want to protect these important bodies of water, and if you don't, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, lakes, ponds, streams, wetlands, they're all protected by the federal, state, and local laws. So what protection does that include? Well, the activities that are around these bodies of water may need permits or other authorizations. Uh, these activities would, could include the construction of some type of structure, which uh, changes, expands, or diminishes the course, current, or cross-section of any water body, floodway, or body of water. Some examples that might need permits are bridges, culverts, retaining walls, any kind of fills, docks, paths, roads, walkways, or any other structure that you're putting in a water course, floodway, or any body of water. And what are these permits protecting the water from? What do they do? Well, these regulations are in place to try to minimize the impacts of the projects on our waters and ensure the projects are designed properly. They need to be designed properly to avoid any negative impacts to health, safety, welfare, or the property of the residents of the state. So if we're going to start a project in an area near a lake, a stream, or a wetland, who should we go to? Well, as you're designing any project, you should contact first probably your municipality or your community association if you have one. They're going to possibly have ordinances or covenants in place that might affect your design of your project. And you can contact us, the Pike County Conservation District. We can help answer any of your questions or put you in touch with someone who can. Remember, we all have the same goal, to minimize the environmental impacts while helping you complete your project. Yeah, Ellen, tell them what we do here. <laughs> As I mentioned in the beginning, the district works with the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection to help projects through the authorization process. 
Specifically, our district deals with Chapter 105 general permits for minor impacts to lakes, streams, and wetlands. So what are those permits that you're talking about? Let me go through some of the more common ones. Uh, the Chapter 105 general permit number two is for boat launching ramps and for small docks. You might want to put on your, your lake to tie up your boat. So what's another common one? We do a lot of general permit number threes. These are permits for bank rehabilitation or protection of eroded lake banks or stream banks. And what's the last one we'll be discussing in this episode? The general permit number seven, which is used for minor road crossings of small streams and wetlands. We see these a lot when somebody wants to build a house on their property, but they need to cross a small stream or wetland to put their driveway in and some utilities. Um, they can also be used to authorize paths through wetlands to access lakes, possibly to put a dock in or a boat launching ramp. There's so much information about permits out there. I know, Devin. It can get overwhelming at first, even for me, and I've been here for 16 years. <laughs> but we can help. At the Pike County Conservation District, we can help with permits or finding out what you should do. Uh, you can call us at the 570-226-8220, or you can go to our website, which has a lot of this permitting information and just general information about wetlands and streams. The website is pikeconservation.org. So hopefully with all of this information, we can all work together to minimize our impact on our wetlands and streams, which is really the goal here. Thank you so much for teaching us today, Ellen. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Devin. And thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Conservation Cast. As a reminder, all of our episodes are available on our website, pikeconservation.org, and on iTunes. Just search The Conservation Cast and hit subscribe to hear all of our future episodes. Financial and other support for this podcast has been provided by the Department of Environmental Protection's 2019 Environmental Education Grants Program. And we'll talk to you all next time here on the Conservation Cast. <laughs>